Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. If you're listening to us, then you are a winner. Everyone's invited to Amber's for dinner. It's the Amber and Lacey, Lacey and Amber show. Amber, did you start cooking? I love that song. Everyone people are coming. What are you making? Nothing. <laughs> and everyone, that's true. I, I was going to wait for her to tell me that she was going to make something. I'm sorry, guys. I'm here and we'll probably just order pizza. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. People and Amber probably pizza. will be down at the Cheesecake Factory. Yay. So she They're my best anyway. friend in the whole world. <laughs> Yay. Sorry, Jenny Hagel. It's the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Yay. Um, Guys, we had a pretty great show. We do. It's, it's exciting. Okay. Yeah. Because our guest is our new best friend. Mm-hmm. My new best friend. My new best friend. My new best friend. My new best friend. Okay. Her name is Jackie Fabulous. And she is. She's hilarious. Her name is what she is. She is. This She's is like fabulous. if my name was Amber Beautiful. You know? <laughs> no, it's not how it is at all. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. It was Amber Stinkpot. That's close. <laughs> Why does the stink have to be contained in a pot? <laughs> Who put it in there? Well, I don't know, but that's her name. Uh, she is hilarious. And if you Google anything that she does, you will be cracking up. I love to watch her little TikTok videos and all this. Love it. She's hilarious. She can't help it. Now we love get, her. we have proof. That's just a natural occurrence mm-hmm. within all her. of her jokes on dating. I always cry. She's so is realistic it's and it's hilarious. Yes, it's true and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. She is not exaggerating. Love that lady. Yay. Um, Lacey, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, guys, we're really working out. We're going to the gym. Like I said, we would. Now that I am here in New York, Amber and I joined a gym. Oh, <laughs> but it's trash. <laughs> gym is bad. Wow. I did a really bad job, everyone. And Amber doesn't, she's not a gym person. It's the so only gym I've ever been She to. doesn't know how utterly terrible it is, but it's bad. And I take full responsibility on choosing this gym. I mean, what are gyms like? Aren't and gyms I just like have explored it more. You're outside, but you're inside. It's That's a, a gym. run down piece of mess. It's terrible. The machines are old and jankety. Um, they just feel like they might um, break. I was working on one and it was making the loudest. It was like, like what I said oh this is so embarrassing it's so loud everything is just on the it's just about to fall apart and there's gum on the floor there's gum on every all over the floor all over the floor I said Amber this is like being outside on there's gum the first time there was gum on the floor, you scrape it off, but they got used to it. Yeah. But this is what people that know gyms, you're not going to believe this. They don't put the weights back. And if they do put the weights back, it's any old type of order. You know, those weights start at five and go up with five increments. The hundreds could be where the five pound weights should be. That is unheard of. And it's the whole gym is like that. So you have to walk up and down, hoping that you find a match. <laughs> We're hoping that you find a weight. Yeah. That's unheard of and I'm embarrassed. 
I look at Amber all the time and I'm like, this gym is so bad. It's mainly what she says when we're at the gym. It's so bad. But uh, guys, this is what happened the last time. Do we say, do we just say this? What? What did you say? What happened last time we went to the gym? No. Y'all, you're never going to believe this shit. Mm. So I was minding my own business, doing exactly what Lacey does because she <laughs> is smaller than me. <laughs> so then I have to be at least as strong as she is because I'm big. So we are working out. This is day five of working out. And I am like, uh, uh, you know, pushing a thing with my legs. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that because my hip hurts. This is like, oh, yeah, your bad hip. And I'm like, no, man, the other hip. So then we are, we modified that. Good hip. I hurt my good hip and I'm not kidding. And then we oh. are working out our arms and um. We're pulling on this thing and I'm like, I cannot do that. It hurts. So we modify that. So we are yanking on this thing. So she Lacey goes, okay, so now let's do some sit-ups. I go, oh, great. Sit-ups. I know that I can do them and I know it won't hurt because it's just sit-ups. I shit you not. I, I do one sit-up and I scream <laughs> <laughs> because I feel as though my guts have busted out of my tummy guys it was bad it was really bad so bad that i just grabbed my stomach <laughs> 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 we did not laugh it. i thought i was gonna have to call an ambulance and i'm not joking i thought well, Lacey goes do we have to go to the hospital i go no <laughs> no we go to the car I'm trying not to cry because people can see me yeah. holding my stomach with both hands, like <laughs> trying, trying to fix, it. Oh. <laughs> trying to fix it. Guys, take all this laughing out. This is terrible. It's it's terrible. The laughing is part of it. <laughs> Can't you believe, guys? She busted her gut doing I a half of a sit up. my gut, and then it wasn't a whole sit up. It wasn't a whole sit up, and then I tried to. I just laid down for the rest of the day. Then the next day I tried to go to the doctor, but something fun happened to the car. So then you got to go to the unbelievable stories and find out what happened to the car. Because yeah. it's its own separate nonsense. But I, I still haven't gone to the doctor. I don't know if it's a hernia or not because it feels better than it did before. Guys, don't get mad at me. I'm making her go. I'm the older sister. I'm going to make her go. Hernia. Hernia. I'm fine. I could be a hernia. I'm going to make sure she gets checked out because you know people are going to start. <gasps> I got her. You know how stubborn baby sisters are. This I'm never I going to, to the doctor. She's going to go because she has to get checked out. There is something wrong with each part of me and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> and at one point we were lifting and I go, Oh, this kind of like pulled a muscle in my face. My fucking <laughs> face, her guys. Face hurt, guys. My face. It's all bad. Every part of me is bad and broken. What I wouldn't give for just one smart doctor to help and fix me. But I will never find that because I'm a black lady in America. I will never get a good doctor. I'm a black lady in America. I'm going to be really sad. Okay, well, so that's that. Everyone, we're excited to talk to Jackie Fabulous today. Again, she's my new best friend. She's my new best friend. And sister. What? Twin sister. No. Jackie Fabulous. I don't know. Had a sister, but I don't remember who she what is. What is me? Where'd you go, Lacey? No. So we're gonna we're gonna get to it, okay? So we are gonna take a break and you know what's gonna happen? A commercial. But this won't be like any commercial. What? This is gonna be so fucking cool. This commercial's gonna blow your goddamn mind. Watch your mind. Your motherfucking mind. So when we come back, we're gonna talk to Jackie Fabulous. And when we come back, you'll also be back because we're in love. Goodbye. Bye. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Amber and Lacey, Lacey and Amber show. Y'all are in for a treat because today we get to spend time with our new friend. We cannot mm-hmm. wait to introduce mm-hmm. you. She has captured the hearts of all who have seen her grace the stage. She's a stand-up comedian, writer, actor, producer, and motivational speaker. She's possibly a new member of our family. If Lacey gets her wish, it's Jackie Fabulous. Yay! Welcome to the show, Jackie. Hi, okay, ladies. I need to say this. Yay. I need to say this to you, Jackie. Okay. Do you remember <laughs> if you ever saw Notting Hill? And that lady meets, you know, the movie star lady who plays whatever. What is her name? She meets Julia Roberts. She meets Julia Roberts and she goes, I have believed this and for a long time <laughs> that we could possibly be best friends. <laughs> that's how I feel. So, I, I agree. <laughs> don't yeah don't say, you don't have to say anything okay, right, right now but that's what i'm telling i've already told people <laughs> she's been telling <laughs> everyone best friends for a on the show Yay. i it's need friends good. so trust me I'm, okay. I'm down okay it's All been right. a solid week of this <laughs> <laughs> she's obsessed um, yes. jackie welcome to the show thank you for having me thank you Yay. scheduling gets crazy but it all when it's meant to be it always goes down Yay! <laughs> um what are all of your feelings <laughs> Well, right now, I wish I had eaten, um, but I did. I had a blueberry muffin when I woke up, and I have a problem with sweets. And I have to realize mm. that uh, sweets is not a breakfast. I should have had a protein and some, right. you know, bacon with it, and maybe a little bit of dairy. So my feelings right now are, I wish I had eaten. Mm-hmm. And um, that's pretty much it. You know, food takes over. I got to <laughs> hard agree. And I feel the exact same We're way. We're both hungry. We're very hungry. <laughs> Now, if you can see Lacey, she's hungry. Uh-huh. Lacey can eat. Mm-hmm. I can I, eat. We truly believe that Lacey would win a anything eating concert. Listen, I contest. ate this morning. I ate on the right time and I'm still hungry. I, I, ate. <laughs> I can't even say I didn't eat. I was going to lie and say I didn't, but Amber saw me. No, I'm hungry. <laughs> I went I shopping three times in the last couple of days just because I you know waiting on a check to come. And when the check came, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get the good stuff. <laughs> That's right, right. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And then you still end up ordering something, though, didn't you? Did you order something? No, no, no. I like to cook. You didn't? But no, the, no. <gasps> I'm, I'm a great cook. But the next day, that's when I'm like, hey, that was a that was a bomb yesterday. But that was yesterday. <laughs> and, it's, and it's right in the fridge. But I'm back to ordering. If I, I think I'm the one putting Uber Eats to a bit. The amount of money. Do you ever think about it? Oof. Do you ever really? Yeah. Are you concerned? All yeah. the time. We've been better. 
We're doing good. Yeah. We've been better because <laughs> oh, we were bad for a minute there. It was I mean, really bad. Same guy was coming to the door like you just I was just here two hours ago. They didn't get embarrassed. Yeah. And he, he had just been He there. was like, I was just here. Y'all the only black people on the street. So I know it's you. <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah that's that's where us. I am now. Food is a is a big deal. Just eating eating well. But I have been here's the thing with me. If I'm happy and productive and getting chubbier, it's because I'm eating well. Like if I get if I get sad, then I get skinny. But if I'm if I'm oh, feeling okay. if I'm feeling blessed. Then it's because yeah. I'm having a lot of shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing. Okay, and I next feel the year same I way. need to do better because this year I, I I ate whatever I decided I wanted to eat. I ate, and that's not the way to live your life. No, <laughs> it's right. the way to live a happy life. Yeah. <laughs> a happy a short life. life. <laughs> sure, happy life. Yeah, no one said it's a bad no. life. We're just saying <laughs> it may not be the highest quality. Exactly. Jackie, on the Amber and Lacey, Lacey and Amber show, we like to subject our guests to an expert quiz where we take a subject our guest is an expert on and we quiz them. Okay. If we win this quiz, then we are the cutest. If our guest wins, then they are the cutest. Uh, Jackie, we hear you know a lot about career changes. Yeah. <laughs> I was sad as I fucking to, yeah. I had, go, I had to go through the pain before I got yeah. through the, oh yeah, let me discuss it. Um. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like when people ask me now, like, why did you decide what made you do or change or become whatever you are now? My real answer, uh, no joke, is last resort. Mm. Like, I, I have a very yeah. heavy resume corporate of bullshit, just page and page because I'm we're comedians. We're charismatic. I can get a job. Am I qualified? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> and that was my corporate life. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, you're right. I like it. Have you been watching do you know who the comedian lisa beasley is no do yourself a favor this is, goes for everybody okay and um look on TikTok and <laughs> and search corporate aaron and it's lisa beasley in a goofy wig and she's like okay everybody we're gonna get started we're just going to go ahead. okay i'm the manager managerial of managerial managations and it's Hilarious. How close it is to reality is shocking. Oh, and yes. If you don't know that she's a comedian, you think that it's real. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I think you would enjoy that. Okay. It's time for us all to get quizzed on career changes. And okay. our producer, Becca, is going to take it from here. Hello. Hi, Becca. Hello. All righty. So are you guys ready to see who is the jack of all trades? Mm -hmm. Many celebrities have had major career shifts to get to where they are. Let's see who knows the most about your favorite wild cards. Let's roll. Yay. All right. Okay. Your first question. The king of the comic universe, like not comedic, comic stan lee didn't create his first comic until what age was it a 55 b 23 c 39 or d 42 everybody anyone there are no, there are no, no rules. rules we just basically do a tally see who wins but you can cheat okay. you can you know their bonus questions get thrown in do whatever you want we're out for blood, Jackie. Okay. It's just I, anything goes. I 42. also would have said 42. I would have okay. said D. So wait, wait, yeah. Because I know he was old. 20, 42? Everyone chose 42? Triple yeah. D. I think everyone chose 42. But now that everyone chose it, <laughs> I want to change my answer to 39. Amber, you're oh, correct. Okay. 39. Oh. I knew it was four. I knew he was in the fours or about to be in his fours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stanley hey. created his first wow. comic. Well, actually, here, bonus question. What? Guess which is the first comic? Spider okay, one for Spider Man, <laughs> the Hulk. Go one for the Hulk. Um, he created it, so it's a character. Yeah, he created. but he created all of them. Mm -hmm. Most don't go back too far. It's he did. I think so. you know. I'm talking out of my ass right now. Um, <laughs> Captain America. Okay, we got Captain, what's the first one? Captain America. I'm gonna say Wolverine. Wolverine, and then Lacey, you said Spider Man. Spider Man. None of y'all are right. Mm -hmm. It's Fantastic Four. <laughs> Oh, oh, nobody cares about that. That's right. Just All shy right. of his 39th oh. birthday, he created the Fantastic Four in 1961. In the next few years, he created a legendary Marvel Universe, which characters such as Spider-Man, the X-Men, uh, became American cultural icons. So I guess Lacey and Amber, I can give you half a point for naming an X-Men and a Spider-Man. Yay. Yay! So, so I'm, I'm like Stan Lee. I, started, I became a comic oh. at 35 years old. There you old. go. And, oh. yeah, and, and I'm, I'm 83 now. So. <laughs> Oh, wow. You, you look, look amazing. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> bad at math. She is bad at math. <laughs> it's okay. I'm really too. bad at it. Okay, next question. Jeopardy style. This famous designer was once a figure skater and a journalist before entering the fashion industry at 40. One more time. This famous designer was once a figure skater and a journalist before entering the fashion industry at 40. Figure skater? Figure skater. Mm-hmm. And a journalist. Okay. Gloria Vanderbilt. <laughs> and I know she wasn't, but I just wanted to say Dor- her I mean, Dorothy Hamill. No, she wasn't in the <laughs> fashion. They're a famous designer now. Oh. Like like a common name you would see oh. on runway. Oh. It ain't Ooh, Oh, Tom Ford? No. She. She. It's a woman. Shit. Stella McCartney. It's, no. <laughs> it's Coco Chanel. <laughs> okay, we got one for Coco a Chanel. Woman. It's not. It's not Coco None Chanel. None of these women seem athletic. I'm thinking of all these, <laughs> no. these bitches are back but in the they day. all seem tiny. This you person is alive women, today, that. if that helps. that this is This is a current oh, okay, design. That it's, does it's help. Not, not, so it can't be Coco it's Chanel. It's not Donna Karen. Donna Karen's not doing this. It's Diane von Furstenberg. (laughs) No, no, I saw her. Well, she talks about herself so much. Never mentioned that. (laughs) Hmm. It is. Gosh, who is it? And she's alive. Is she old? No, she has. Yes. Is she old now? She is elderly. (laughs) Carolina Herrera. Okay, we got one for Carolina Herrera. (gasps) Ooh, that's that's a a good good one. one. (laughs) That is a good one. That's a good one. That's a good answer. Shit. I was trying to think of her. Uh, but I don't have any names. I saw her. Bobby Brown? No, she doesn't make Yeah, up. I was like, I'm going to say Bobby Brown. Yeah. Damn um, it. Cassandra Levi's. Who? Can <laughs> <laughs> you just make it up? Vidal Sassoon. Again, no, I- I'm going to take <laughs> two negative points for this. I don't know. Should have cheated and Googled it. No, we want to use choose- our brain. I choose to say Diane von Furstenberg. Is that a real person? Am I am I crazy? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my I god. choose not to say that. <laughs> then I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> the rap press, hello. Oh, I mean. the name just sounded so crazy. The last thing. <laughs> 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 Versace. Donatella Versace. That's a good Donatella answer. Versace. One for Donatella. Her whole life. Yeah. So wait, Jackie, what was your? I'm just trying to think of. I don't remember okay. that. Carolina Herrera. Uh, Carolina Herrera. Yes. Herrera. That was yeah. a good one. That was and a good Amber. one. Amber. Okay. Mine is Carl Lagerfeld. <laughs> <laughs> who is both not a woman and also dead. <laughs> okay. I'm dying okay, to know. It's Tell Vera Wang. Oh, man. That was a oh. queer one. Why did she not cry? I, know, I feel like I gave. Could. <laughs> you uh, did. You did. You did a good job. You know, uh, Vera Wang is an American fashion designer. Uh, she initially pursued a career in figure skating before transitioning to fashion. She worked for Vogue, Raffa Lauren, before launching her own bridal gown boutique in 1990. Wang gained. At 40, right? At 40. Mm-hmm. Wang gained international recognition for her wedding dress designs. Her gowns have been worn by numerous celebrities. She expanded her brand to include ready-to-wear fashions, accessories, fragrances, and home goods. You can find her at Kohl's. (laughs) (laughs) If you had said which wedding dress But then I was like, that's going to give it away. I was like, that's That's so clear. That's giving out too much. It would have given it You ladies are making me feel really good about the fact that I have so much debt and I changed my career. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're You're doing doing great. great. Okay. You're doing it. You're doing it. Next question. True or false? Laverne Cox was nominated for her first Emmy at 30. Laverne. I'm going to say sure. Yeah. False. Sounds right. Okay, we got false. true, false, Amber. I say false. False. It is false. You're right. Dang it. Oh my gut told It is it false. false. Emmy nominated actress and trans rights activist Laverne Cox rose to prominence with her role in Netflix's Orange is the New Black in 2013 when she was 41. Ooh. In 2014, she graced the cover of Time Magazine at 42. And at what age was she nominated for her first Emmy? I'm going to give you all the bonus. Which is it? 35. Okay, we got 35. Four, 44. 44. 42. How old is 42. she? <laughs> I don't know how old she is now, but... She said an age and then I forgot. Amber won that one. She was the closest. Uh, She was 45 when she was nominated for her first Emmy. Oh, Oh. man. I had some side trivia. I I got... I was a... I had a a one-word speaking part on the show she did on CBS called Doubt or No Doubt. And it was was canceled, I think, during the commercials in the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was. Not, well, I'm exaggerating, but it was canceled Quickly. first episode. Yeah, pretty first fast. First episode, they were like, this is not it. <laughs> oh, no. oh. <laughs> but I, I her, love Laverne She's Cox. very glamorous. She's very, Ooh, whatever I love you see that. on Instagram, she is, that is her. 
I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Two inches from her face is smooth. Oh, Ooh, that lady be smooth. <laughs> okay, y'all ready for the next question? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What was ready. the role that put Samuel L. Jackson into the big leagues? And bonus, how old was he? Was it A, Jungle Fever, uh, B, Pulp Fiction, C, Jurassic Park, or D, Die Hard with a Vengeance? What happened to Pulp New Fiction. Jack? Wasn't he a New Jack? Wasn't he a crackhead yes. New Jack City? Oh. But was that the role yes. that put him on the map? Jungle. I thought that was, I thought the oh. crack one was the one that did it. <laughs> no, Jackie, no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the first one. What was the Jungle first Fever. One? I thought it was Jungle, Jungle Fever. Fever. Jungle Fever, yeah. That was Hallie's Jungle first Fever. You are all correct. It I is Jungle s- Fever. Yay. Who got Jungle I Fever? I said Pulp Fiction. Ampersand Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. <laughs> we have a loser here. Ampersand oh. Pulp Fiction. Ooh, I so. did. She lost. What? Taking your point you? away. He was deep in his career <laughs> yes. by then. Well, they're actually only a few years apart. Jungle Fever came out in 1991, while Pulp Fiction came out in 1994. But Samuel L. Jackson had been a Hollywood staple for years, but he had only had bit parts before landing an award-winning role at 43 in Spike Lee's film, Jungle Fever, which came out in 1991. So, yay. Go, Sam. All right, another Jeopardy-style question. This person went from professional trophy wife to media mogul. Uh, Do you want a hint? Does it rhyme yes. with Parpapanin? No. <laughs> oh. The ultimate momager. Oh, Chris. Jenner? Amber Lacey? No. It's gotta be. <laughs> She's your yeah, be Chris I'm gonna, Jenner. I'm gonna copy off Yes, that. it is Chris Jenner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all were hesitant. <laughs> Jackie gets two points because she started true. it. I'm gonna give Jackie <laughs> another point. Uh, oh, it oh, is Chris yeah. Jenner. Chris Jenner was 52 when she met with Hollywood producer Ryan Seacrest in 2007 to pitch the idea for a reality TV show following her family. Resulting show is Keeping Up With The Kardashians. It became such a hit and Jenner went on to manage her children's various ventures in fashion, beauty, and media. And I feel like if you watch the latest season on Hulu, there's a little bit of tension between her and Chloe Look, on her no, managerial yes. skills. Mm. So let's see if oh. she's the ultimate monitor mm. to this day. All right, next question. What? Cur- wait, 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 oh. wait, wait, wait. Oh. You want to hear? I thought about something I wanted to mm-hmm. share. Okay. Yeah. Share no, 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 it's not a big, it's really silly. It's a joke, but is it funny? Yes. Like, <laughs> Kylie, Kylie put out recently, Kai, yes. her, her comfortable wear, and Chloe has good American, and Kim has skims. Mm-hmm. Like, this family's obsessed with us being comfortable. <laughs> well, Kai's... Yeah. Everybody got a line of sweats up. Kai's is not comfortable, yeah. though. She's got like a, it's like leather. It's like pleather, actually. No, she has another oh. one. Another regular cotton, a cotton one. One of it is like a fucking, a handkerchief for your titties <laughs> with sweatpants. Oh. <laughs> anyway, see, there's no point. Because Skims like, ain't comfortable They want either. you to lounge yeah. while watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians. They definitely want you to never leave your house. I'm like, well, how come you guys don't make anything you can go outside in? You can. I know. <laughs> You're famous for what you go outside in. Yeah. That's true. And you won't share it with us? They don't want you looking like them. No, they're like, look, nobody <laughs> wear nothing shiny or leather or tight or attractive. <laughs> but put on this sweatsuit and get it going. <laughs> get it going. And did you see? That is their attempt that's... to dress, dress the whole world down. So they're the only ones who shine. <gasps> conspiracy right. theory. I love a good conspiracy theory. I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter because mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly believe that theory. <laughs> I'm like, you guys don't put out nothing that we can wear to a wedding but if you want to go to the post office real quick we got the whole <laughs> shebang well there's been a discourse about the skims dress and people wearing it to places Ooh. they shouldn't wear it to they're like this is loungewear ladies you cannot wear this to a <laughs> wedding why are you showing up to formal events in a skims dress don't do or that or Kim will put out like a she put out an ankle length rhinestone oh yeah uh, laden her Swarovski collection tube, mm-hmm. t- tube sock it's just I, this is fa- I think it's all hilarious and fascinating. I'm not a hater. I, I think at this point, I've, I've, I remember impressed. when it came out. A little bit. Have, at this point, I'm like, look, I would have, whatever y'all are smoking, can I please try some? <laughs> 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 uh, all right, next question. Sorry. No, this is a game of interrupting. Okay. Please, please, okay, please, please. <laughs> okay. What career did famous beloved Julia Child have before launching her career as a celebrity chef? Was it A, secretary, uh, B, flight attendant, C, journalist, or D, worked for the OSS, which is formerly the CIA? Or I guess the CIA was formerly the OSS. Can you imagine her as a flight attendant with that voice? That's hilarious. Mm. I can't, I can't <laughs> do that impression. Everyone is raising Thank you. It's like HR, look, Peter, it's fine. Um, 
I would have said secretary, but then the detail of the OSS being CIA makes me say D. Yeah. Is the <laughs> why would you explain it? <laughs> it wasn't that. I was like, well, we know what the OSS is, you know? No. Yes, it's the OSS. <laughs> she works yeah. for the OSS. And the only reason that happened is because that's the answer. <laughs> I choose D. Me. For the it OSS. is the OSS, the CIA. <laughs> Yay. Child joined the Office of Strategic Services, the OSS, the CIA. In 1942, after finding that she was too tall to enlist in the Women's Army Corps 42. of the U.S. Navy, waves. She began her OSS career as a typist at the headquarters in D.C., but because of her education and experience, soon was given a more responsible position as a top secret researcher working directly for the head of the OSS, General William J. Donovan. I was like, that is crazy. What a oh, life. That is bad. She was too tall. She was too tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these tall women in here. And she went from that to let me go make a whole Intimidating people. For everyone to, for everyone to, to enjoy. Learn. She did. <laughs> I mean, being a researcher sounds yeah. shitty and I would rather cook. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I would way rather yeah, go. Agreed. All right. Yeah. Next yeah. question. True or false? Okay. Betty White was told at the beginning of her career, you have a face for radio. Yes. Yes. That true. is true. true. How, how dare so they? Which absolutely how, how dare, dare they? they? Hey, I look at pictures of old Betty White. She was so cute. This. She was fine as She hell. was so was beautiful. She was adorable. She was cute. After the yeah. war, White made the rounds. World War II. Uh, White made the rounds to movie studios <laughs> looking for work, but she was turned down because she was not photogenic. Silly. She started to look for radio jobs where being photogenic did not matter. Her first radio jobs included reading commercials and playing bit parts and sometimes even doing crowd noises. She made about $5 a show, which I didn't do the math, Aww. but that still feels low. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what that translated to today, but I, I like it. It was low. <laughs> I don't know what inflation was back then, but it still felt like when you weren't getting paid. <laughs> yeah. um, You'd be right. Okay. You'd be right. Next question. Before Colonel Sanders became the face of Kentucky Fried Chicken, he had many jobs. Which one of these jobs is not one he had before opening his famous fried chicken shop? Was it A, a teamster, B, Ford factory worker, C, a blacksmith, or D, a fireman? Ooh. I noticed you didn't put an option for slave owner. And that's what he dresses like. <laughs> original recipe, slave owner. I didn't see Massa as for B. Um, I, I, I have a story to tell y'all off air. <laughs> you want spicy whipping or crispy whipping? What kind of weapons do you want? Like it's spicy, ain't gonna lie. <laughs> If I'm going to get whooped, I want it I'm spicy. I'm going to get whooped. Just a little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. And that counts Stop. today, too. I'm kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, We're horrible. <laughs> Stay tuned so for our next show, Spicy Edition. You're not as horrible as Colonel Sanders. <laughs> not a good man. But anyway. No. I'm going to say he was a blacksmith. <laughs> just because. Because it had the word black, black in it. it. Mm, you know, so he wasn't blacksmith. a blacksmith because of the word black in it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he oh, no, was no. a blacksmith. The answer, the, the question is, which one was he not? Oh, oh, was he oh, I'm so sorry. not a teamster? Oh, was he not was a Ford factory not? worker? Was he not oh, a blacksmith? Oh, Or was he Lord. not a fireman? He was not, he was a, not a He wasn't no goddamn fireman. <laughs> he wasn't no fireman. His arm Okay, so all y'all are saying fireman. Yes. I said teamster. And teamster. Well, you're all wrong. It was a Ford factory worker. <laughs> oh. He was a fireman. Yes, Sanders. So no. each of the jobs, I oh, have a yeah. little a little tidbit. Mm. Uh, for firemen, Sanders progressed to becoming a fireman. Uh, he was a steam engineer stoker from the age of 16. He worked for the job for nearly three years until he was fired for insubordination after he got sick. Um, he was a blacksmith with his brother Clarence, who had moved to the city in order to escape their stepfather. The uncle worked for the Southern Railway and secured Sanders a job as a blacksmith helper in the workshops. And then as a teamster, Sanders falsified his birthday and enlisted in the U.S. Army in October 1906, completing a service commitment as a wagoner, a.k.a. a teamster back then, in Cuba, being awarded the Cuban Wagon. Participation Medal. So he just wasn't afforded. People, ooh la la. People in the olden days were busy as fuck, weren't they? So busy mm-hmm. and yeah, just <laughs> scam after scam. Colonel Sanders at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, scam artist to the T. He has oh. a book about it. It's very wild. He didn't write it. but Wow. 
He does have a book. This is he didn't write it. He can't write it. So what made him go to chicken after that? All the black people that he had to deal with? I don't remember. It was like, uh, I actually had to read the book for work. This is, I will tell y'all later. (laughs) Bye. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, You guys have one final question. True or false? Magic Mike is loosely based off of Channing Tatum's real life experience. True or false? True. That boy just dance, so I'm gonna say yeah. Sorry, I just saw the the most recent Magic Mike in a hotel, never, and it's so never fun. Seen I I and stand I was like, on I, was like I, su- I support I support this. It. I was like, this is this is trash. I'm very. It's intrigued. the best trash you can watch. I love it. Uh, you can. Dance. I was like, wow. Just sure. remind myself that men are the first choice. Are movies uh, like, are movies like that? <laughs> I am going to say false because. I think someone should be different. <laughs> but also, yes, he can super strippy dance. But he can dance too. He's an amazing But dancer. that's something that, I mean, to, it, I, I, I feel like if that was based on his life, we would know because that's a cool fact. It's true. Yeah, that, that's his claim to fame. It's true. Yeah. Ah, it is he true, used to be a stripper baby. In, in Florida. Mm-hmm. The first, so if you watch, if you go back oh. and you watch the first movie, it is way more loosely based on his life and then it just gets more campy and chaotic with the other two movies that loosely correlate but don't. Uh, but yeah, Magic Mike is a 2012 American comedy drama film directed by Steven Soderbergh and starring Channing Tatum. And the plot revolves around Adam, a 19-year-old who enters the world of male stripping guided by Mike Lane, Channing Tatum, who had been in the business for six years. And it's loosely based off of Channing Tatum's experience, who as an 18-year-old male stripper in Tampa. Yeah, so... Basically, he worked with the director, was like, I want to make a movie about my stripper life. And he was like, that sounds fun as fuck. Let's do it. And then he got three more movies or two more movies. That's right. Highly recommend Magic Mike Glass Dance. You got to watch it. Him and Salma Hayek. It doesn't make sense, but it's incredible. It makes no no sense. sense. You would never speak to him, Salma, but this is so hot. YouTube, please do it in front of me. Yeah. (laughs) I did see the Salma Hayek and, and the lap dance. Yeah, because that went around. That one, everybody was talking about that. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> and because like the first one is actually like a weird indie drama. <laughs> it's like so dark and gritty for no reason. And you're like, why is Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey in this? Is like so confusing. And then the other two are just camp. Like they're just oh like God, fun. Huh. They invited every yeah. celebrity they knew. They were like, you do comedy uh, and you like sexy things. Yeah, come be in this movie, and it's fun. It's great. It's very hot. And guys, when we all have our movie, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but all of the sexiest comedians, they're coming. They're going to be in our movie. But guess who won? Oh, who won? Oh, we know who won. Who won. Jackie, Jackie won. Jackie won. Oh, yeah. Jackie you won. forgot you were doing a quiz. You forgot you were doing a quiz. <laughs> we're having too much fun talking it's about Magic about, Mike. It, it's not about the competition. It's about the art. <laughs> oh. On that note. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. Our winner and therefore the cutest is Jackie, Jackie Fabulous. Hell, thank you. Guys, it's time for us to take a quick break. And while we're doing that, we need you to multitask. Keep listening, but also visit JackieFabulous.com to see if Jackie is coming to your town. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. 
find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. So watch out. Jackie, we know you're fabulous at just about everything. So we thought it would be fun to answer some people who desperately need help. Okay. Well, they might not be desperate. I edit that for drama. Do you want to help some people out? Of course. That is my purpose. Yay. I would say my purpose is eating. (laughs) Lacey, what's your purpose? Um, Cooking and eating. Oh, good job. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Here's a person who needs some advice. Last weekend, I reconnected with a friend I haven't seen for a couple of years. He invited me to a restaurant and made the reservation. When I got there, it was kind of fancy. And I asked myself, are we on a date? We had a good time catching up. And at the end, he paid the bill. We drank a lot and ordered a lot of appetizers. So I know he paid good money. I tried to pay and he was like, I made the reservation, so I'm covering. At the end, we said goodbye and he sent me a text to make sure I got home. I am so confused. Was that a date? What's my next move? Signed, Genesis. Yes. Next question. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, you know you was on a date. I have lost friends, male friends, when I have been like, look, we have been hanging out at night. You've been buying my drinks. You, we've, you've been buying the meals. You've been welcoming me. You know, everything intimate. And I'm and I'm like, this is a date. And when I said to you know whoever this happened with, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I need to leave the space open for someone who wants to be, you know, have the title. And yeah. you know, I a long time ago, I was like, no more, no more guy friends who want to have these intimate moments with nothing attached. Uh-huh. It's a date. It's always a date. You want my company? It's night out. It's a date. We in some place dark. It's a date. You pay for everything. It's you a date. Right. It's a goddamn date. That's true. You're right. Because they're eating up prime real estate. Like your time is precious. You can't be eating up my fucking Friday night talking about this is not a date. This is time I could have been on a sexy, sexy day. Exactly. (laughs) And if she were to ask him for a little something, something after all that, you know, and he was like, yes, he's leading her in in a where in a direction where she's justified in being confused. He's doing all the boyfriend things or the I want to see you again for another day type things. It's a day. It's yeah. always a day. Nighttime. It's a day. You feed me, you pay, we walk around, you text me later. You're my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of this. You're my boyfriend. You're my like boyfriend. That. Guys want too much. They want to play the part but not have the job. I'm sick of this. No internships. You work here. <laughs> Fuck right. this. I'm sick of this. <laughs> wholeheartedly agree that's a big fat agree yep waste my time Mm -hmm. um here's the next one are we ready for the next one we're ready 
Here is uh, the next one. I know this will get some eyebrows raised, but please hear me out. I wore my wedding band a few weeks after our ceremony, but then I stopped. When my wife asked me why, I told her the truth. I'm not used to wearing jewelry. I've never worn a watch in my life. I find wearing the ring uncomfortable or any accessory for that matter. It snags on my sweater sometimes and I get soap in the design. I do put it on for family events or if we go out to a nice restaurant or to meet friends. I can tell that this still upsets my wife and she won't explain why. Why does a woman find it such a big deal for her husband to wear this wedding ring 24-7? Jason from the Bronx. Jackie? Have you been in my business? How do you know my business? Did I, did I, did I text this and it came to you by accident? I don't understand. Um, okay. This is currently my life now. And here is, here is my solution and it works for me. If I find that he's wearing the ring more often than not, that's enough. Because I also had a breakdown because I, I'm recently married, been married a, a year and mm-hmm. I wear, I, the ring is never off. I have it on all day, all night. Um, because I'm like married a second time. I'm very proud of myself that I did it again and I want to stay married. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a symbol. It's a symbol to keep, keep, keep men from speaking to you. But mm-hmm. and here's the thing. When I say that, people think that men are like following me. No, I'm not bombarded by males. I'm just, I keep the ring on so that men stop telling me their dreams and their goals. <laughs> I get it. You don't want to hear about I that. I don't want to hear about it. A guy will drain, will drain your ears with what he wants to accomplish in oh. life. Mm-hmm. And he and he's not dating you. He's not your man. He wants you to hear. So I want to hear that. We, I, it's a symbol of an accomplishment. It's a, a symbol of love. I like walking around the world and you can tell that I belong to someone. I feel good about it. And I'm yeah. really, really, really in love. So I want the whole world to see Jackie's taken. And I did. And, and he wasn't wearing it all the time. Okay. I would say 75% of the time he would have it on. But the few times he wouldn't. I did have a, like a little little girl tantrum. And he was like, I don't mm-hmm. understand. And, he, and my husband does not wear jewelry, does not want to be shiny, hates it all, mm-hmm. work with his hands. And I can't force him. I, I try to threaten him. If you don't, you don't want to wear yours, I ain't going to wear mine. That worked for like a day. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I, but I also don't want to be, I don't want to threaten him to wear the ring. So, but I expressed mm. my concern. I did tell him the ring means a lot to me. I love being married to you. I want the whole world to see that we are together. When you are out and about by yourself, I want people to see that you're taken too. So right. he wears it more often. So more it, often. More often. I can't, you can't make okay. somebody do something, but if you can express your concerns and they can at some oh. point respect it and make a change, enough of a change where, you know, you know the 80-20 the rule? Yes. I got, I got the 80. I can leave the 20 alone. So the way that you handled this situation is why people love you enough to marry you on multiple occasions because <laughs> you are reasonable mm-hmm. and kind. You know, on the other side of that coin, yeah. I reside. <laughs> you what? Man. Oh, man. <laughs> That's where I am. I was when I was married, my husband did not want to wear his ring. And the way we fixed it was we went and got a ring that was comfortable and then he just wore the ring. So that's something. But I just I know quite a few I know quite a few ring takeoffers. Yeah. And I don't like that. I, I, know I that. don't care if it's a bucket. If it's a marriage bucket and it's around your neck, you better wear that bucket. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't care if it's uncomfortable. We signed up for this. You wearing this. You know, when you try to eat and drink, put that bucket on. We signed up for that. I'm wearing my bucket. My bucket's right here. Wear yours. I will say this. When we're together, he always has it on. It's only when he's okay. out and about living his life, he doesn't always have it on. And, you know, when and I have a guy who likes to be handy and garden and shit, I understand why he doesn't have it on all the time. You know, it's it's a yeah. ring that I want to like. And, but he also did tell me it's uncomfortable. So I did try and get him the, the rubber ring. A ring that yeah. fits better. And he likes yeah. that yeah. too. Oh, you know, yeah, it's, okay. I don't think he's lying when he says he doesn't like wearing jewelry. They don't, you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not a blatant smack in the face all the time when they're like, I really don't like wearing jewelry. So I get what I, what I want more often than not. And that's why I'm, I let it go. Okay. 80%. My suggestion, get tattoos. Okay. Next. <laughs> I do know people who have yeah, tattoo, wedding tattoos, wedding right. tattoos. I'm okay with that. Um, They almost got a divorce. The, ta- the tattoos? The ring. The tattoo couple almost got a divorce. Uh, oh, they're not listening. Yeah. I know more than one person with wedding tattoos. So <laughs> this is the last question. Oh, wait. No, it's not. I can't count. Who cares? Oh. 
I am in my early 50s, perimenopausal, and somehow I'm hornier than ever. I love my husband of 30 years, but we are at zero when it comes to being sexy with each other. I know your parents are listening, but do you have any advice for how I can turn up the heat? Um, Shoot, you know my parents are listening. You should be asking them. Because my parents love. love. All right. They've been married for 50 years? Um, more than that? Yeah. 50, oh, more 50, than 50. 55? 55. 55. 55 my parents, 50 years. Well, my dad passed away. Oh, yay. 5-0. Yay. I mean, right. these people, dad be looking at mom like, hey. Mm-hmm. You leave and mom room. looks at dad like, leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, it's like you guys are gross in love they're in love man you can't stop them (sighs) but I don't know how old was that person in the the question how old was that person 50 she's in her early Early 50s she uh, I'm also I'm 52 she has to go to a doctor and see if it's something she can change with medication it could be a, a hormonal imbalance and if if the doctor and the medical stuff doesn't work, you got to, you know, spice it up yourself. Go on trips. I don't mean Aruba. You can go to a hotel in Manhattan. Yeah, You can mm-hmm. just get out the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Set the mood. I do find that when I like go to bed, you know, like showered and clean and smelling good, you know, all this shit that we do. When I make an effort to try and bring the sexy to bed, I, I can tell that he's like, oh, OK, it's, go- it's going down. Yeah. So you have to just um, try and make the atmosphere sexy. Yeah. Talk to him. Yeah. Talk to your partner and see what, you know, it could be a lot of things that have nothing to do with, you know, the horniness. And I but I can I know how she feels. I'm what, 52 and I'm in the middle of menopause. I might burst into flames in the middle of this podcast. (laughs) But the only reason why I haven't like called an ambulance is because I have not experienced vaginal dryness. Thank you, Jesus and Lionel Richie. Praise God. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But she has to medical, always go medical first. Find out whether it's something physical, why you don't desire it at all. Um, how's your relationship? Are you too healthy? Are you and your partner doing well? That could be another reason why, you know, who wants a bone when you have tension and things ain't going good? Mm-hmm. Food and try and make an atmosphere that's sexy, but fix the, fix the foundation. Like what's going on underneath everything? You're right. That's good advice. And I think food is more often the answer than not. <laughs> food can bring the spice back to your relationship like that. And <laughs> men, food can do a lot. And men really only require food and, and, and BJ's. <laughs> true. That's really it. Or food from BJ's. Yeah, yeah. BJ's, a nice chain or restaurant. BJ's with food. Yeah, that's right. Now it's a mouthful. They don't- <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Men don't require oh, no. much. They don't require much. Maybe she's Lacey, over- you should not have said you that. You said that. Mom knows not. your voice. Mom knows your she voice. She doesn't know me. She knows <laughs> that I didn't say that, Mom. But I'm I- scared. I'm going to whip it. Um, I do think that this is my real answer. Um, how you can turn up the heat in your relationship is you can do a bunch of things for him and then it will make him be like, wow, I really, really like this lady. And then he will be after you because you are a lady who did a bunch of stuff for him and he likes that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a plain talker, but you know what I mean. What is the stuff that you're talking about? Anyway. A bunch of stuff. Cook him a bunch of food. Oh, okay. Fold all his shit. Yep. Stuff like that. She's right. And then he'd be okay. like, wow, you did that. Yeah, I like, that. like that. And I like you. Make his favorite and food. And then you'll be like, I'm liked. Yep. <laughs> Make That's his, true, though. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, don't. I find the number one reason that a lot of people are single is to overthink it. It's really. Oh. And men, because I spent most of my life, you know, dating since I was 17. Trying to figure them out, and I gave up a long time ago. I've been happier since because yeah. I realized they're very simple. They they yeah. want they want to love you, they want to eat, they want to have sex, they want to sleep. That's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so BJ's at BJ's. Great. <laughs> this is the true last question. I don't know how this happened, but I managed to butt dial an old coworker. It went to voicemail, and I think it recorded three minutes of my life. <laughs> I think it happened in the car, but who knows? Ah. I didn't get a text back or anything, but when I think about it, my skin crawls. Should I reach out to her to explain? What would you do? Deny, deny, deny. Because you don't know what they heard. You don't know what they what they heard. You don't know what they heard. That's right. I I I mean, I would send I would send another one. <laughs> I would send a second <laughs> butt dial. Double down. Just that where you're just like saying, Oh man, 
my life is so normal. Oh, wow. Look at my bank account. Pretty healthy. Ah, gosh, nothing to clean in this house. Hey, person I'm in a relationship with, I love you. What a nice uh, time I'm having that after I was just in therapy for an hour. Doing pretty good, according to my therapist. Okay, time to clean the house, even though it's already clean. Click and then that. Okay, so then you you sealed it. Like fixed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. undo everything you did. You got to close it off with some some conspiracies and Tupac is still alive. Click. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So silly. That's the remedy for a butt dial. Uh, right. Do it again. The remedy for a butt dial is to do it again. <laughs> you double down. You double butt. Double butt dial. You butt dialed someone, oh. dial them right back. Be like, as I was saying, double Barack butt. Obama, I love hanging out with you. Oops. I butt dialed my friend. Click. That's how you do it. Double down. I have the real evidence to prove that Diddy did it. Click. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, kind of thing. Go on forever. Oh, my gosh. When I dated R. Kelly, it wasn't that click. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they might call you back. That's a call. They're going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. I don't know if you meant to call me, but I don't want to talk to you about some things. I just wanted to Are you okay? (laughs) 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 Oh my God, we're horrible. Okay, guys, that is what will go down in history as the best advice anyone has ever received. So you're welcome, guys. Thank you so much for writing in. And uh, you can write all of your advice questions to at Lacey Lamar one. <laughs> <Can't stand her. laughs> because, you know, why not? OK, I, guys, I did a joke one time where I the, the closer was Diana Ross at Gmail dot com. I was so scared. <gasps> I'm, I, 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 it's not her email, I don't think. But somebody okay. did ask me, what is that your email, Jackie? I'm like, she a fool. If that's her email. <laughs> That's right. You deserve whatever you That's get, right. Miss Ross. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, <laughs> she that would be that would be wrong. But, but also I'm Diana send Ross. The email today. Diana Ross. <laughs> Diana loves Diana. So, yeah. So it very well might I'm gonna be gonna send a couple of emails to that. <laughs> Diana Ross at DianaRoss.com. That's my guess. Probably. Everyone everyone give your best guesses <laughs> as to what Diana Ross's email is. Email address is. And then um at Lacey Lamar what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what is so fun? Well, and you know what's scary? I have more jokes to tag on to that, like what it could be. But I'm like, but Tracy Ellis Ross might see this. And then next thing you know, I burnt a bridge for future work. You see how this job is stifling? Do that. Yep. That's right. (laughs) The straight jacket that is comedy. (laughs) We're trying to live our best lives, Uh, but no one will let it. You can't say nothing about nobody. 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 Guys, <laughs> we sang Nobody by Keith Sweat. I'm going to say four times a day. We do. So I'm sorry. We're silly. I'm We're sorry silly. about it. Oh, the most, Fucking love the most whiny song. song. <laughs> Why? I feel like he's asleep while he's singing. <laughs> yeah. I think nobody. Back in the day, Saturday Entertainer had a joke. He was like, it's like a, a mosquito by your ear. About Keith Sweat. Oh. Every time you hear him, you're like, what's that? <gasps> nobody. <laughs> Back in the day joke. Oh, I love him. I love both of them. Guys, that's our show. Didn't you love it? I know you did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That was so bad. I I know. know. I did this without talking about best friend. (laughs) Well, now you know how to find me. I'm here for you. Yay. Wait. Are you are you in New York? Yeah. Are you in LA? I'm in New York. Okay, you down the street. We're coming over. We're coming over. Okay. <laughs> what you having for dinner? Remember. What you cooking? I, I We're in, hungry. I lived in LA for twenty years. I moved back where I'm from in New York about four. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, I want some greens. We Thank will. You. We will we be want calling some greens. and telling <laughs> you to please come up here. I'm Jamaican. You want oxtail and jerk chicken? <gasps> I do. I'll take that as well. Okay. Yes, I'll take it. Oh, we're not picky. <laughs> we're not picky. <laughs> Um, I'm not picky about your six course meal that you're going to make. Ah, six. <laughs> not picky about that. 
Guys, you can keep up with Jackie Fabulous by following at Jackie Fabulous everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie, do you have any parting words for everybody listening? Ooh, parting words. Um, New Year's resolutions. I think everyone just be realistic. And by that, I mean, don't make any. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Happy New Year. Parting words. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa and all the stuff. And Happy New Year. And uh, yay, it's, it's an honor to meet you both. You're I'm, I'm sure you, you both know your superstars, or you should. And I appreciate you wanting to talk oh, to me. Yay! We love you so bad. Thank and you. this has wonderful. only made it worse. <laughs> uh, you guys, you can follow us at, at Amber Ruffin and at Lacey Lamar One, which, again, if you have just any feelings, just send it to Lacey. I'm not gonna lie, I was scared when you were like, tell me all your feelings. I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Follow our podcast feed for bonus episodes on Fridays to get all of our episodes ad free. Become a diamond subscriber. We love you very much. I more than Lacey. (laughs) Goodbye. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeart Media. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.